Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to the Cannon Cast, a weekly podcast from the Cannon, SB Nation's blog about the Columbus Blue Jackets. It might feel like all the days are blurring together as we quarantine individually, but together as a society. We're going to go ahead and get into this one, but have a little fun along the way. I am William Chase and joined today by Pale Dragon. What's going on, PD? Hey, Will. And Elaine Shercliffe. Elaine, what's up? Oh, hey, I'm back, and also back by popular demand is my mug of wine. Wow, on a Sunday afternoon, bravo. I did that last night also. And Rachel Beals. So, yeah, so uh, how are you guys coping so far with the uh, no hockey, I mean, everything in general? What's going on with you guys? Unpopular opinion, I'm thriving. Oh, my God, me too. There you go. Catching up on books I'm trying to read. My apartment is spotless. Like, I have been exercising every day. I've really been trying to be mindful about how much time I spend on my phone. Oh, my God, I set up my GameCube the other day. Nice. I mean, I was thinking about mine the so other day. So I'm having a great time. That's awesome. I'm playing uh, Super Mario Sunshine. I don't know if anyone's familiar. It's one of my favorite GameCube games. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember that game. Yeah. So, anywho. And I want to get a Switch. I don't know if anyone has played the new Animal Crossing yet, but I'm dying to play it. I just don't have the system. Heard about it. Heard about it. So, yeah. That's that's all. What about you guys? I, I feel the same way, Rachel. I'm like... <laughs> I feel amazing. I, I feel... I, I don't hate hockey. I feel like people will think that I hate hockey because I'm actually kind of relieved that we have this break. But with having a full-time job on top of writing, it like the season gets really long and stressful. Totally. So all I have to focus, yeah, all I have to do is focus about work. I come home, I like watch some TV shows, I read a whole bunch of books, I'm listening to more music. I don't know, I I I'm starting to realize that maybe the hockey season is just slightly too long. Yeah, so I I um I always kind of get annoyed by the like performative inversion that you get on the social media, but I also kind of get it. Um, there's, I definitely like being alone sometimes. I, I can be alone. I know how to be alone and entertain myself, so that's fine. But I always like at least having the option 
to do something else or having the option to go out, even if I don't always do it. Um, so that's kind of, so that's kind of, uh, frustrating. I'm glad that I have a dog that gives me excuse to at least physically go outside and, you know, walk around the neighborhood, walk around the park, that sort of thing. Um, so it's good to still like see people that way, even if we maybe keep more distance now than we used to do, (laughs) you know, we pass each other at least a leash distance. That's about six feet. Um, (laughs) I, I did a, uh, my my friends, some of them were feeling a little stir crazy, so we did a had a party last night through Skype video oh. chat, and we played some games, and we were still drinking, and it was so even though we couldn't be in the same room, it was something similar. So that was nice. Alex, have you ever been to uh, Scully's in the Short North? Yes, I love Scully's. Yes, so they just had a um, they live streamed their damn girl disco party that they do once a month. Uh, so two of my other friends who are self-isolating in German Village and I, they're the only ones I've seen this week, but I went over there on Friday and we did like a disco dance party in their living room. So that was, that was fun. I mean, it's, I, I think it's definitely been interesting to see how every local like venue and business is what they're doing to adapt. This is my work that my day job is um, like managing social media for some of my agency's clients and like it has been crazy to see how people are mobilizing on social to like figure out alternatives for things that they had already planned to do so I don't know I think it's I've just been observing it's just been fascinating lately I've been wanting to support you know local businesses like that so um like one of my local restaurants they started a a GoFundMe for their wait staff, who obviously can't work. Um, so I was sure to support that. I also went, picked up a, a calzone from there on Friday night and then also bought some gift cards, you know, which I'm not going to use nice. until after they're open full time. But I thought like anything that I can give them to help them get by short term. I also, you know, bought some extra days at my doggy daycare because if I'm working from home, I'm not going to take the dog there as much. But I just want to make sure that these businesses can can stay afloat because we don't know how long all this is going to last. And and that's got to be really hard for so many people right now. So any little bit that we can do to help, I think is a good thing. There's a, it's called Hoff, 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 something. I don't know. I posted on my Instagram story, a wine shop in German village. Oh my God. I should know it. Hausfrau something. And they're doing free wine delivery. So I need to stack up that bottle. I just opened was my second to last one. So it's situations about to be dire if I don't act soon. Oh, I, I shopped. I prepared. We prepared in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I prepared, and I've just been going through a lot of wine. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been doing pretty well, too, because, like, we've been working from home, and I've been personally thriving from that perspective. Even though I love going into the office and seeing my team, I feel like I've been able to kind of see an uptick in my own productivity just from just being in my apartment and just staying on my computer, essentially. But overall, from a non having no sports, and I kind of feel like Rachel, as far as I've been doing other things, I've been working on my website or trying to maybe take uh, take the opportunity to do something I might might have been putting off just because of sports being on TV at a specific time, especially with the jackets, knowing like I want to catch a certain game at a certain time. But are you guys all working from home or? I've been working from home. Yeah, I, I've still been going into the office. And fortunately, we, we are a smaller office. And so we can 
sort of social distance within the space. You know, no one's desk is within six feet of another, and we've been doing a pretty good job of collectively, you know, keeping our hands sanitized and wiping down surfaces and, yeah. and things like that. I might still, though, end up pulling the plug and starting to work from home just to be on the safe side because I, I feel like we can't be too safe in the situation. And obviously, the more we do now, I think the sooner we can get back to normal. I think one of the one of the fun things I've seen, I guess, on social media was how even the players um, have been kind of coping. Like there was an L.A. King player. I don't know the name. I'd have to look it up. But there was a tweet of a Kings player kind of kicking around um, like a toilet paper as if it was like a soccer ball, just kind of like, quote unquote, staying in shape, so to speak, or just kind of messing around. But have you guys... And our listeners seen uh, Greg Murray, the Blue Jackets PA announcer, his videos on Twitter the last couple of days. <laughs> is he the one They're whose so wife great. is also posting stuff about him, like redoing their house, or is that Shaw? No, that's Brad Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just keep seeing this wife like posting pictures of like their house getting redone, and I'm like, lol. <laughs> I need to check that out. So Greg Murray's. Greg Murray's the PA guy, and he keeps um, trying to stay ready for when the season comes back. So there was one that was the oatmeal, and she's like, how much longer till breakfast, honey? And he's like, there's one minute until the oatmeal. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Did you also see the peanut butter one where he did the power play, uh, uh, the way he does the power play, but with the peanut butter and jelly? Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was good too. You know, the funny thing with him is, uh, I remember I, I a while ago I added him, I tweeted him on Twitter, and I was like, "Do you just push a button for that, or do you always do it?" He's like, "Nope, always do it." And I was just amazed at the consistency of his calls because he's doing them every time, and it's not just one time and then hitting a button. And if I if I recall correctly, he has not missed a game in twenty years. Right, he's been the guy the whole time, which is insane. I mean, I'm sure there are games where he's, like, saying the same thing over and over and over in one period. <laughs> it's probably ingrained. Yeah, there was, a, there was a game this year. Before the game, they were showing his kind of a behind the scenes of his, how he got started. And when he first started, I don't even, I think he said he didn't even really follow hockey or know much about it or something. But, yeah, it's kind of cool how he's been there, the fixture, among the fixtures of the team and everything since day one. I was curious. I had seen when I was kind of, trying to get an idea of any hockey-related news over the last week. And I had seen um, that the Seattle franchise was thinking about – or they, they, were, they were looking at unveiling their name March 31st, but, of course, that got delayed. But just real fast, I was just curious. Have you guys given any thoughts of what the name should be? Or I was just kind of wondering. Kraken, Kraken, Kraken. At least the Kraken. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The it's got to be the Kraken. Kraken. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I love that Same. all of us are like the Kraken. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be the Kraken, yeah. How could it not? <laughs> if, not if not that, then call them like the Starbucks or like the Pike or something. The but like the, the pike Kraken roast. is the best game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, this is an opportunity to, do, to you know, do something that's unique among major American sports. I hope they adopt a color scheme that is different from what other teams in the NHL have. I know that like red is one of the colors in their social media feed for now, and there's just too many red teams already. Like go with go with something like 
green or green's good. I don't know, I like something green. that's very specific to the Pacific Northwest, but also not a very common color around the league. I think green green would make sense for Seattle because of the Seahawks and Mariners. So I yeah. feel like that could work. I, I I actually like the Seahawks color scheme. So yeah, yeah. I mean, green seems to work out there. And Seattle teams tend to be really good with their marketing and stuff. I mean. But they're all really good. They have different fun names and stuff. So if they don't do the Kraken, they're just really hurting <laughs> the city of Seattle. Well, and, and, and if they if they are the Kraken, I will totally buy some gear because like Kraken is one of my go to drinks. The uh, the black spice rum. So yeah, I would totally wear like a Kraken hat or a Kraken shirt. That would be such a cool name. I feel like just so unique. Yeah, that would be so cool. The Jackets versus the Kraken. It just sounds great. It sounds amazing. And then maybe Al from the Red Wings could finally be, like, resurrected from the dead, <laughs> and they could just send it over <laughs> to them. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking of, like, the potential rivalries with Seattle's team, whether it's... I'm sure they're going to try the Golden Knights, being that they're so new, but, like, I keep thinking of Vancouver and just those teams in that area. It just... Kraken, just a cool name in general to put out there. Like, how much would it stink, though, to have a rivalry between the Canucks and the Kraken? Like, the Canucks name is just so, it's not, like, the greatest name. And then you have, like, the Kraken. Like, it's so great. So many puns could come with that name, too. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we have a fun game in store. Elaine, this was your idea. I'm going to let you take the ball with this one. Okay, so this is after um, the game FMK, just kind of inappropriate, um, which is like F, Mary kill. But instead, it's called FLS, which is Fight, Liney, Scratch. So I'll give you guys... Three names, and then you tell me if you would fight them, if you want them as their your liney, or if you would scratch them. Um, and I have like five of these, so I hope you're ready. 
Okay, so the first one is Gerby, Felino, and Jones. I'm literally writing these down. I need to like visualize. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I can definitely take this one. All right. So Liney is Jonesy, obviously, because he's one of the best players in the league. Scratch, Felino, hate to do it, but he's having a, a pretty good year for his role, but you know, he's on the downside. That's fine. And I would definitely fight Gerby because I think I could take him. <laughs> he's one of the few people that I have a height advantage on. So yeah, give me Gerby in a fight. Gerby would take everyone down. <laughs> you know what? I agree with that exact, those same, you know, I would definitely have Jones on my line. I would scratch Felino. And I would, uh, for the same reason, I mean, uh, even though even though Gerby has shown that he's a fighting, he's got that fighting spirit, and but I agree with height advantage, I would take my shot, I would take my chances with Gerby from Felino's standpoint, I've seen, I, I know he can, you know, he can bring it from a fighting standpoint anyway, so I would agree with that. So I'm like thinking about it, and I think that that's the only correct answer. Like, I don't even think that there's... <laughs> There's not even, like, another... Jones has to be your lineman. And you have to fight Gerby because, A, you can't scratch him, and, B, Felino would literally beat the <laughs> out of you. So, Gerby's, like, the only one that... First of all, I, too, I think probably the only player on the team would have a height advantage on. And then, yeah, it would hurt less than Felino. I did so, not yeah. see that going this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> okay, so the second one is Alexander Wenberg, Scott Harrington, and Devin Shore. Okay, wait, I'll go first this time. Okay, so um, I think I would... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think I could see this going one of two ways. So I think I would either have to scratch... I think first I would scratch Harrington, lineman would be Shore, and then I'd fight Wenberg. <laughs> Um, and then the other one would be to scratch Wenberg, fight Scott, which would be fun, and then still have Shore's alignment. I went the same way because I, I don't know if I've seen Wenberg fight. I probably have maybe once or twice or at least kind of mixed it up a little bit, but I don't know. I, I would definitely scratch Harrington, and I guess I would take my chances with Shore on my line because I haven't seen or heard enough anything, at least negatively, from his, you know, from his standpoint. All right, so I would, uh, well, I, I can't fight Wenberg because, like, it's just too beautiful of a face. Like, I just, just ob <laughs> objectively, you know. Um, and so, actually, and I like his game, so I, I would take him on my line. Uh, scratch Scott Harrington, because I think that's the only answer you can do with Scott Harrington. Scratch him. Like, I'll send this message to the coaches. I will nail <laughs> a piece of paper on the doors of the arena. Scratch Harrington. Uh, so I guess that leaves fighting shore, which would probably go poorly for me, but... Whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll let that ride. See, I would love to fight Harrington. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> like, I don't know why, it would just be fun. <laughs> but he does seem like a nice guy. Yeah, I feel like he gets like crazy eyes though. Like, I think that would be funny. <laughs> okay, so the next one um, is coaches. So what, what would you do for that one, Elaine? For which one? The, the, the previous, yeah, uh-huh. Um, I would scratch Wenberg because like PD said, he's just too pretty. I would feel really bad if I jacked him in the face. Like I just, I used to feel so awful. Um, I would have Shore on my line and I think I would fight Harrington for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would be fun. I think it would be nice to have a go. <laughs> okay. 
We ready for the next one? Larson, Shaw, or Torts? Good one. All right. So I would, I would hate to fight Torts because I, uh, you know, I respect him so much, and I know that he would be good to have him have my back. But again, I think I have to go with the height advantage on this one. Also, with his age, yeah, I think fight fight Torts, I could take that. Uh, I'd want Shaw on my line. He looks like uh, he, he would help out in the line there. And then Scratch Larson and anyone who's listened to our power play takes understands the reasons behind that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I have it figured out. Okay, so Larson, I'd Scratch. Shaw would be on my line. And Torts, here's my condition for fighting Torts. It would have to be verbal only. No physical <laughs> fighting. Like, I, we would just be yelling at each other. I don't know about what. About whatever we disagreed about most. And then just we'd be allowed to just yell at each other. That would be what I wanted to do. That's a great okay. answer. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I guess I would have to, you know, again, scratch Larson, have Shaw on my line. I guess I would have to fight Torts because even though I've se- we've seen him take on literally the uh, the flames or try to, and of course the verbal, you know, the verbal uh, fighting, if whatever you want to call it, but I guess I'd have to fight Torts. But I guess if he's the oldest, maybe I'd have some sort of advantage. I don't know, but uh, we've seen him. <laughs> he's not afraid to mix it up almost literally with anything, so... Yeah, uh, that would be tough. But yeah, I guess I'd have to do is Larson scratch Shaw on my line and towards fight. <laughs> nice. Um, so the next one is alumni related, and it they weren't very good players when they were here. <laughs> so um, we've got Aaron Johnson, Chris Russell, and John Moore. I have no opinion. I don't know. I'd hit <laughs> shuffle on this one. <laughs> All right, I would. Uh, I definitely would not want to fight Chris Russell because that dude's crazy. Um, I guess I would put him on my line because he had the best career of any of those guys. Uh, scratch Johnson and fight Moore. Because Moore was always hurt anyway, so I think I could probably hurt him easily. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking that concussion he took a few years ago. Or that hit, I should say. Okay, and the last one is Stinger, Iceberg, or Gritty. I'd fight Stinger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gritty would be on my line for sure. And then Scratch Iceberg. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with that. That's, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> you definitely don't want to be on the opposite side of Gritty. Because that's just... Hell right. no. Hell no. Yeah, right. Nope. Philly related. Nope. <laughs> See, I would want to fight Iceberg, but have gritty on my line for him to step in and beat up iceberg for me because everyone would love to see that throw down right <laughs> true all right so i've got one for you elaine okay i'm ready and then and then a few extra ones but for you elaine uh cleveland monsters lake erie monsters cleveland lumberjacks oh my god oh <laughs> <laughs> why um son of a Monkey's uncle. Um, okay, so I guess I would fight the lake ear. No. Oh my god, I need a moment. <laughs> this is really hard. Okay, I would fight the lumberjacks because inevitably 
it would be turned into like a bench clearing brawl. And we all know that everyone lives for those. And at least it would, if I'm going to die, at least it will go down in history. My line mates would be the Lake Erie monsters because, you know, they won a Calder Cup. You can't deny that. And then I would scratch the Cleveland monsters. I feel so awful saying that. Oh, that was, PD, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one might be easier for everyone. Uh, and again, it's alumni related. Jeff Carter, Adam Foote, Sergey Bobrovsky. I already know. I would fight Adam Foote. Really? I would fight him so really? hard. Oh, okay, I, I see um, that. Okay. And that. Yeah, <laughs> and I would scratch Sergey because, like, I mean... He's all right. Jeff Carter, he's known for doing hat tricks, so he's my line mate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so I would fight Bobrovsky because I don't know if he could fight. I mean, I think he, I think he has, uh, I think he's gritty enough. I'm sure he could definitely hold his own, but I would take my chances with the goalie. Uh, I would scratch foot because I know he can fight and I don't want to deal with him. And then with Carter, yeah, I'd have him on my line. At least at least like maybe 2014 Carter, but still, I'll take Carter. <laughs> See, I was thinking you wouldn't want to scratch Carter because that's just giving him what he wants and he could spend the time celebrating in the uh, luxury box with his friends. So yes, no, fight Carter, scratch foot, and then Bob is a linemate because he at least did a lot of good things when he was here. That's for sure. It's true. I would... I would fight Bob, I think. Like, I would just have to, I feel. I don't know. I just think it'd be fun. I feel like he's long. Like, I feel like you would have to be careful with him. All right, and the, the, the last one I have is uh, Jeff Rimmer, Jody Shelley, Bob McElligan. Okay, I got it. I got mine. I know that Go one. Will. I would scratch Rimmer. Um, I would have... I would fight Bob and, yeah, I'd fight Bob and have Shelly on my line. I'm not fighting Shelly. <laughs> Hell no, no, but yeah, definitely not. I would fight Jeff and Jody would be on my line and scratch McGilligan. Yep, I would too, only because Bob McGilligan must be protected at all costs. And then I, I had I had another one that was going to include some of the, the pregame guys, but we're going to have Brian Giesenslag on the cast next week and so i'm gonna leave it off just uh, <laughs> i had that off. one too i had <laughs> one too with brian gijan's log and i was like yeah maybe maybe we wait on this <laughs> that was fun that was a good game elaine well we're just about out of time but did you guys have any final thoughts or anything else that you wanted to add um so the wine shop that I mentioned earlier that I felt bad I couldn't remember the name of since it's local is Hausfrau Haven. That's all I have to say that I remembered from earlier. Um, if anyone can let me know how I can 3D print an action figure of Dr. Amy Acton, that would be great because my uncle has a 3D printer and I would very much like to print an action figure of her and just have it at work. <laughs> so that I have something to look up to every day right next to my crucifix so I can look up to Jesus and to Dr. Acton. It's all I ask for in life. <laughs> my final thing is just reiterating, support your, your local restaurants if you can, and just in general, 
be, be nice to each other. And I feel like I've been seeing that around, which is really heartening that we all realize that we're in a tough situation together. And so there's no need to make things harder for people around you. And I'm really glad to see that. And hopefully that continues for the foreseeable future. My final thought real fast. I don't know about you guys, if you've seen it or whatever, but I've been watching the TV show Dave on Wednesdays on FXX. <laughs> Actually, I know Elaine's been watching it too. It's so like, <laughs> it's crazy hilarious. Just, I can't believe the stuff they could put on TV even at 10 PM on a network channel, but it's a pretty great show, but uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> Our theme music is Green Eyes by Angela Pearlie and the Howlin' Moons. If you haven't checked out Angela's newest album, 430, go do it. You can stream it all over, and you can find out more at AngelaPearlie.com. Rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. And as always, we welcome your questions and comments. You can tweet at us at CBJCanon, and you can comment on JackusCanon.com. From all of us at the Canon, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. I'm not scared.